Welcome everyone to Fire and Water, the podcast, where we are trying to support and cultivate wise leaders, one show at a time, maybe many shows at a time, and uh, both in individuals as well as in groups of people. It's so much of the path and journey that Quinita, you and I are on and supporting and developing. Uh, it is, what's today? It's Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> And we are on the eve of entering our third retreat uh, with the, the fire and water cohort that we've been journeying with. It'll be five days together in a good online format with one another, modified for COVID purposes. And, you know, what what changes is is maybe the medium through which we connect and what doesn't change is the fact that we support all kinds of connection. Uh, we have two main themes that go with our fire and water program and that journey. One is the rite of passage, and the other is the leadership journey. And these dance together into something that we hope really moves people in their hearts and in their abilities. This is some of my language around that. So today we get to talk about just a little bit of that. And I know you put some thought into it and continued thought, and I put some continued thought into it. And uh, I think today's episode, or maybe episodes if we get too long, <laughs> just follow some of that. Okay. Well, I think I want to start by, um, we've been talking about, you know, the leadership and the rites of passage. Mm -hmm. And I think we take for granted when I hear, I see a lot of posts recently or hear people talking about, you know, uh, people aren't leaders because we have an idea of what qualities leaderships, leaders have. Mm -hmm. Which for me, I think I come down to leadership just means people are following you. Mm -hmm. It says nothing about where you're taking them. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can argue, I guess, even Donald Trump is, mm -hmm. he's a good leader. <laughs> I mean, he leads a lot of people, mm -hmm. but I don't, uh, that doesn't mean that he's a wise leader. He's got a lot of followers. He has a lot of followers, yeah, yeah. you know, and if leadership is just people are following you, mm -hmm. You know, he has a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. And so I think we need to be more specific when we're talking about leadership. And that's why I say wise leadership. Mm -hmm. um, we have tons of leadership training programs. And I think that they have mm -hmm. produced a lot of leaders. Mm -hmm. They haven't necessarily produced a lot of wise leaders. Mm -hmm. And so feeling that um, call personally mm -hmm. and, you know, us co-creating this journey. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the piece that gives us wise leadership is the initiation. Mm -hmm. It's that piece about us growing up and stepping more into our adult selves, not just getting older, mm -hmm. but, you know, growing up. <laughs> and, um, and I think there's some wisdom in that. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, I, at this point in time, I feel like I'm revisiting what some things mean that we've been talking about for a long time and you know lots of people talk about so i find myself in a bit of reflection and it's like well what does leadership even mean anyway you know a little bit of like let can i find my way back to the beginning or back back somewhere within me and likewise with the rite of passage and where I land with these two things, I like the way that you've sort of, you, you've linked them together and we've done this within our fire and water program. When I, <clears throat> excuse me, when I think of rite of passage, I still think of 
growing ourselves into a different way of being. And I like to think in terms of, <clears throat> excuse me, frequency for that. Like there's a way in which um, because of our learning, because of our experience, I'm talking about people in general right now, we, we find our way into like a, it's, it's almost like a different vibration or a different frequency. And part of rites of passage work is one, not only to get there, but then to try to help stabilize it there. Mm -hmm. So I like the things that we've emphasized in the initiatory journey around departure and ordeal and return. And I know that people from our program here and ourselves have, um, like it, it takes some, it takes something, it takes some guts and some courage and some community to be able to dare to depart from the norms mm -hmm. that maybe aren't so helpful and you know, be willing to surrender into becoming something else. Uh, it's used all of the time, of course, but the caterpillar surrendering into becoming a butterfly, I don't know what the caterpillar thinks and all of that, <laughs> but you know, it's quite a process when there is such a transformational change. I think we live in a time when we need that transformational change. So we're a group of people like within our fire and water cohort that I think has been supporting that layer of turning the butterfly kind of change. When I try to pull all of that down uh, into, uh, yeah, something into another way of speaking and trying to find some simplicity and clarity in that. When I think of initiated folks, here we are thinking aloud, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things that comes up for me is I, I so love it when people are oriented to mystery. Mm -hmm. We don't have it all figured out. You know, it's not a matter of just like rolling forward the assembly line of things. Um, there's, there's the people, many of the people that I love the most mm -hmm. are somehow just already oriented or growing their orientation around mystery. There's a journey to be lived, not just, you know, documented, let's say. Um, when I think of some other things that go with that, it's almost easier for me to speak about. These are the people that I love, you know. <laughs> they usually have some orientation to a bigger picture. And they have that instinct to like look or follow the, you know, the big picture of things. And of course, within big pictures, we also make choices in the day to day. But somehow being in a, you know, an ease with both of those things at the same time matter. Some of the people that I love the most that, okay, now I'm naming as, you know, they seem a little more initiated or have been through some stuff. I love it when we grow capacity for empathy. I love it when we grow capacity for love. Uh, you've heard me speak a number of times about kindness and consciousness and flow with life. There's a group of people that you and I work with who really emphasize, pastors these are, who emphasize a non-anxious presence in the midst of anything else that might be going on. When I think a stabilized frequency, i.e. through a rite of passage and initiation, I also come back to um, like the, the there's, there's some sort of um, healthier 
relationship between what is masculine and what is feminine. Again, not being restricted to a particular body type. We all have a feminine in us. We all have a masculine in us. And the people that often the wise leaders that I see or seek to become like seem to have an, an attentive relationship to what is masculine and feminine mm -hmm. and how that, you know, whatever that means out in the world mm -hmm. of, of their doing, their being and their doing. All of those things, right? Passage. I know that you have put a lot of life into this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember years ago you asked me, so what's your first sign that somebody is initiated? Mm. And my answer to you then was that they get really clear on their purpose, on their unique genius, on what it is that they're bringing to the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that initiated adults, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to our culture that's full of adolescent adults, mm -hmm. initiated adults move more from being spirit-centered and led in their decision-making mm -hmm. than being earth-centered and led in their decision-making. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not that we ignore the earthly things. It doesn't, it just doesn't lead. Mm -hmm. So it's not that we don't have moments where we're not afraid. Mm -hmm. We just don't let the fear lead in our choices. Mm -hmm. And it's the ability, first of all, to stop enough mm -hmm. to recognize, to be able to recognize when you are in fear <laughs> mm -hmm. to then make the choice. Mm -hmm. Am I going to let this make my choice for me or am I not? Bigger picture, a bit of enhanced inner awareness. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it's this, um, this piece, I think it's how do we, when we move from a place, I guess I'll say from being spirit and centered and led as opposed to being earth centered and led, mm -hmm. then there's an alignment that happens. Mm -hmm. When we move from a place of being earth centered and led instead of spirit centered and led, mm -hmm. we'll betray our upper, our upper spirit mm -hmm. piece, our intuition, we'll betray our choice and our own voice, we'll betray our divine guidance, and we'll even betray the global heart that we carry with us. Mm -hmm. And so it's how do we move more and more to that place? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one of the reasons we started this is, is that it's moving us, our culture, from so much of adolescent adult to initiated adult so that then we have people who can become initiated elders and then initiated elders can initiate the youth. But when you don't have initiated adults, you lose that cycle. The other thing that I think is that um, mm -hmm. when, you know, one of the most underutilized resource mm -hmm. in the world is our uninitiated adults. Because when we have initiated adults, because we each come with a unique genius, I believe we could solve every issue on the planet if we initiated all of the adults. Because I think we're given everything we need. Nature gives us what we need. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's our most underutilized resource. So for me, in us starting to initiate adults, but then at some point have the opportunity to step into initiated elders mm -hmm. and then can start initiating the youth, mm -hmm. it starts to turn the tide for us. Yeah. Okay, so big question. Yeah. And I follow the logic of that, or the, you know, the, well, I follow the logic of that. 
we need initiated adults. Mm-hmm. Here we are, fire and water, where you create a rite of passage that is based on some initiation. Yes. How do you summarize or you know simplify even the possible initiate deliberate initiatory moments so that we can have all those adults and more you utilize those resources and create a better world yeah so do you you are you asking like um because there's lots of different initiatory times in our life right yeah so are you asking kind of which one i think we're taking on yeah, I'm, I'm yes. sure trying to pull it down yes. into our fire and water. Yeah, yeah so um, because there's an initiation that happens when you turn two and everybody starts saying me, yeah. me, me, right? right. right. Um, but what we're looking at is moving from the adolescent adults to initiate an adult stage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that one of the the things is there comes a point, and, and I think like you were talking about vibrational la- mm-hmm. layer, mm-hmm. where I often will say, that grace is given to the young and the ignorant. And there Mm -hmm. comes a point where you can't claim either. Mm -hmm. And so there comes a point where we grow enough that Mm -hmm. it's time for us to grow up, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and for me, in some ways, our program, because we have adults who are coming to it, Mm -hmm. we're behind the curve. So we're not doing initiation at a time that it, I'll put in quotes, should happen for each of us, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know if that answers the question you're asking, but. Well, I'm just trying to think of, of how this happens. So okay. in Fire and Water, one of the things that, I, I would name a few things that I think are part of creating a powerful journey. Yes. One is, well, we're not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. In our Fire and Water group, yeah. we have 16 people. There is a community. We put them into the structure of small groups as well as the whole cohort we've created and invited uh, some patterns of minimal critical connection. Yes. In other words, you know, we use Basecamp as our online platform, uh, check into Basecamp. Yeah. Uh, we have monthly, we've encouraged monthly small group cohort call, calls. We've had every other month whole group calls. So there's all of those things create a little bit of skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And also we've done it over time. This is a 16 month plus, if you think about yeah. all of our organizing for it, it's not, Oh, I went to a workshop today and it's done and then gone. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this lands in people in 16 months um, in a different way than it would if it were just a day of connection or something like that. I'm, I'm trying to think of the ways that people are so moved by an experience that it's unforgettable. Now, I've been in many, you have also, mm-hmm. in many different people gatherings, you know, workshops, three-day things, face-to-face things, and online mm-hmm. that change who we are. Like, it's almost like you can't walk away from it and feel like you're the same person that you are when you walked in. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a hopeful message. I, lo- I love it when there's that kind of change. And I've seen it enough to happen, like mm-hmm. to recognize it and go, yay, you know, that's good. Uh a comparison for me is, uh, I'm going back to nature for a minute. If you see, people talk about the Grand Canyon this mm-hmm. way, you know? Yeah. You see the Grand Canyon and then you realize, oh my gosh, you know, I am, I am a small part of such a bigger thing or a majestic thing or a beautiful thing. And there's ways in which you don't just leave the Grand Can- Can- Canyon and say, well, let's get back to work, you know? Time to 
count the widgets and <laughs> something like that. It's, it's like your being is changed. I think that by the structural things and the energetic intent that you and I have, mm -hmm. you know, offered with a few basic things, we will find each other in community. We will continue to meet each other in our questions, in our wondering, in our wandering, in our struggles, sometimes in our tears, sometimes in our fisticuffs. We'll stay together in a path that requires connection and learning in a way that just like changes us from the belly out. Yes, and I would add one more thing mm -hmm. because there are communities where that is happening. Right. I mean, we know mm -hmm. communities that we're involved with that yeah. that's happening and oh, initiation still me. isn't happening. Mm -hmm. And I think this is why mm -hmm. the eldering is important mm -hmm. is because you can't initiate yourself. You can't even mm -hmm. initiate yourself in a group. Mm -hmm. You have to have an elder mm -hmm. to hold you in that journey because you can't take yourself someplace you haven't been. Mm -hmm. And it's the piece that our culture has lost. Mm -hmm. We've lost the understanding of elders or spiritual guides on this journey. Mm -hmm. You know, and what it is, is the journey, I believe, is, um, you know, um, Bill Plotkin talks about the journey to the collective spirit of the to what we call spirit mm -hmm. is a masculine journey. It's an ascending journey. Mm -hmm. The journey to the individual soul, which is where initiation happens, mm -hmm. is a feminine journey. It's a descending journey. Mm -hmm. And so both men and women have to be initiated through the feminine. Mm -hmm. Now that doesn't mean that men are initiated through women. It's just the feminine. Like we said, mm -hmm. it's not, you know, body type. Um, but in that descent that happens in the feminine, mm -hmm. you have to be held in it because you will never go all the way to the bottom of it where you need to go mm -hmm. to get initiated because we're all afraid we'll drown in it. Right. And so you have to have someone Panic. you trust enough that when you start to go down, when they say stay, you'll stay or you'll keep going. If you're just with mates or friends, mm -hmm. then when you go to go down you, and you feel like I need to come back up, you're not gonna trust them enough to keep going. Mm -hmm. And so this piece about having elders to, to help hold the space for your journey mm -hmm. is really important. Go one step further yep. with that. Elders hold us in the journey. Yes. Yay. And you just referenced like, stay down. You know, yes. Deep in yes. The pool. Translate an example of that if you can into what that looks like with people. What does it look like when an elder holds someone okay so so much of this journey yeah. is actually us trying to dismantle the patriarchy yeah you know in the growing up because yeah. the patriarchy is trying to keep us as adolescents mm -hmm. and so what happens like at the after our first retreat mm -hmm. our people went back and they started to you know feel some of their own ordeal and struggle in the journey mm -hmm. and they immediately kind of went in and got real quiet mm -hmm. as opposed to you know i think i went on base camp at that point and i'm like no, we just talked about you all need each other. You have to be connected. Don't go in, reach out to people, you know, share where you're going through. You don't, don't have shut to shut off. Don't, yes, exactly. Right? That That's our inclination when we have struggle is to go and struggle alone and figure it yeah. out yeah. instead of to reach out and know that we're not alone and we, we don't have to be. Yeah. And so even that, like that, um, 
direction mm -hmm. from the elder who can see and every i mean like the whole group was doing right because all of a sudden base camp got really quiet um and that and and also that because we want to rush through it mm -hmm. you know we want to rush through mm -hmm. what we think is the ordeal because of course nobody wants to stay in that it's not comfortable right so the yeah. elders one of the things yes. that an elder can offer is like the witness of, I know, I know you are confused as hell. Yes. I know you might even feel angry. I know yeah. you might even be pissed at me. Yes. But I know enough to know that there is value in that place you are sitting right now. Yes. Stay with it. Yes. Right. Yes. Like there's that kind of encouragement. Yes. And there's a because you're going to find gold within yourself here or within yes. your community. Right. Yes. And there's a piece of feeling mm -hmm. abandoned. Mm, in right. that space yeah. because you're not holding on to what you used to have, mm -hmm. but you haven't quite grabbed onto what you're going to get. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so it's this middle kind of in-between space that mm -hmm. you just feel like floating in you. And it's so uncomfortable that we do want to grab a hold of what we know mm -hmm. to kind of anchor ourselves. Mm -hmm. But part of the job of elder mm -hmm. is to encourage you to stay in the surrender. Mm -hmm. The longer you can stay in that surrender, the more gold you can bring back. Mm -hmm. There's that poem that you and I both know. I'm trying to find it really quickly here, but I'm not sure I can find it. Oh, this might be mm -hmm. it. By, actually, I'm not sure who this is by, mm -hmm. but I've heard it attributed to Hafiz, the mm -hmm. Sufi poet. It's called Absolutely Clear. Don't surrender your loneliness so quickly. This yes. is speaking to it, right? Don't surrender your loneliness so quickly. Let it cut more deep. Let it ferment and season you. As few human or even divine ingredients can, something missing in my heart tonight has made my eyes so soft, my voice so tender, my need of God absolutely clear. Especially in the first two paragraphs of that around yes. don't surrender your, I know you want to surrender oh, yes. that loneliness, but don't <laughs> surrender it so closely, you know, let yes. it ferment you. We, I, I think what that means is, oh boy, it's not easy to no. stay in the fermenting. No, not at all. We need for community. any of us. We need elders. Yes. That's right. Yes. Saying. And we need elders that we trust. Yeah. Because if you don't trust your elder, you're not going to stay in that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're going to rush out. Um, and so you have to have elders that you trust. But we so, yeah. I think because we've all been living with the toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. we, when we think of surrender, we think of terms of surrendering to the toxic masculinity. So nobody wants to do it. But that's not what yeah, surrender that, is. That's hot stove oh, memory. Yes, right? yes like, exactly. I've been burned that way before. Exactly. Yeah. But elders yeah. can see yeah. themselves. So, of course, they can see you. Mm -hmm. And so it's different. It's not just olders, it's elders. Yeah. And because we have gotten um, confused or because we've had <laughs> so few of them, mm -hmm. you know, or haven't had the experience ourselves or felt like we've had the experience of being eldered well. Mm -hmm then we don't trust it. Mm -hmm. And there's this, you know, um, and I think the surrendering to an elder helps to teach us mm -hmm. how to surrender to God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, because most of us can't take God's, you know, straight on right away. And so there's the spiritual guides oh, that helps us. The warm up. <laughs> it is. It's like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a practice. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, you don't start running, you know, 10 miles mm -hmm. you start small mm -hmm. and this is a way to start building that muscle because what happens when you do it is you start to mm -hmm. we don't you know we don't always start off with faith 
But as you start to do it more and more, it builds your faith mm -hmm. so that you can surrender to the bigger things. Mm -hmm. I, so yay for all of this. Yeah. And maybe we can tuck it in for yes. now and then come back to another, another little recording here. Um, my tuck, you okay with that? Yeah, that's my, good. my tucking in would be, I'm going to go back to where I started here is that I think somewhere in this, in this description that you and I are offering and living with some, you know, beautiful people, rites of passage. I think what grows out of a rite, right, rites of passage, that kind of, you know, soul work is we are, we're, there's some part of us in the inner that is forever changed. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean there isn't regression. Yeah. You know, that's always possible. But there's some part of our being that is changed that has a way of reshaping how we look, do, taste, touch, feel all of the doing that is part of the world. Um, so anytime that we can create some, or, or maybe it's like uh, call forward the memory and the instinct in ourselves and in other people for that, you know, deep, deep belonging and deep, deep being, it's a good thing. One of the other elder kind of people that you and I have both been paying attention to is Stephen Jenkinson. And I love the way that he describes uh, in a couple of his podcasty kinds of things, his hope that he's helped to create some wonderment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I think I feel that today as you and I are talking and getting to record this and share it out with others, that uh, there's maybe just a little extra wonderment that people feel, uh, that any of us feel, that uh, that welcome the possibility of these kind of deep changes that we're talking about. How about you? Are there closing thought or talking yeah about i would just say you know as we're entering into this time of our final retreat with the folks that we've been journeying with mm -hmm. i would just say that the rites of passage mm -hmm. the closing of this part of the journey mm -hmm. is actually the opening yeah. of their initiated adult stage so it's not that oh they they leave and they have it all right mm -hmm. it's that now in the journey starts to unfold and more and more, and they get to start choosing more and more to move from being spirit-led mm -hmm. in their decision-making than earth-led in their decision-making. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because the rights marks a, an event. It marks an opening, that's a doorway. Yeah. You know, it's not that, oh, we got it, right? It's a, it's a journey, and, and especially in a culture that we want things so instant. Mm -hmm. you know? um, so I'm just excited, especially mm -hmm. in this time, Mm -hmm. that we have and you know in our world and all the changes that are shifting and and the challenges that people have mm -hmm. to move to a place of being earth-centered and led in your decision making takes courage mm -hmm. and when you go through the experience like you were talking about you go through an experience that changes you mm -hmm. you can't not know what you know mm -hmm. and that piece then starts to uh I think shape, mm. not only you, but what shows up for you mm -hmm. as well.
Yeah. And, and you gotta, it's like, you got a new set of tires. You can do some things with these new tires. Now, yes. you know? <laughs> the roads <laughs> might even come to you. <laughs> you yes. Know? All right. Thank you for that conversation today. You're um, super. Uh, for those, uh, thank you for you, the listener who continues to tune in, or if you're tuning in for the first time, there's all kinds of journey that, um, I love being able to continue to create and support. Uh, for more information, uh, some of the places to go to, we have our shared website at fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com. Uh, you can just Google and get curious, and you're probably going to find that one. Quinita, you've got your website, nizuzu.com. I've got mine, tennisonwolf.com. Thanks, everyone. It's good to be in the journey with you.